The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And uh, it's time now for A Place for Veterans on America's Web Radio with our host, Dr. Don Moeller. And I'm sure Don has some interesting things to say. Uh, we uh, He's on the line. And uh, Don, if you're ready, we'll start out the show with our normal silent prayer for those veterans and their families and also our active duty folks as well as our first responders all over the country and we will uh, be back in about one minute and uh, then we'll get your hearts to beating Thank you. So, with that being said and done, we will now get your hearts to beating, and we don't even charge for this. This is just a freebie to get. make sure you're up and going. Feels good. Feels good. So good. So good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pick them up. Pick them up. Put them down. Put them down. First, First the left. First the left. Then the right. Then the right. Out of sight. Out of sight. And we are leading the way, and I think uh, America's Web Radio is You're listening late. to oh, America's Web Radio. Wait a second. On the what happened there? I thought I'd shut com. that off. Thank you for listening. Well, that's what I get for thinking. Good morning, and wait a second. Hello. Where did you come from? US. There. Now we got rid of him, too. <laughs> Sometimes, uh, you know, you just you push the button, and uh, it hadn't cleared the deck for some reason. But anyway... <laughs> We're here. It's a beautiful day in Sandy Springs, Georgia, if you like rain. And uh, we've got Dr. Don on and ready to go. And he's got a rip-roaring show, I understand. So without any further ado, whatever that means, uh, I know what uh, covering the South like to do. That used to be the Journal-Constitution, but... Uh, I guess a do means if you got more do than you know what to do with, you just do with what you got. So, good morning, Don. Good morning, Dave. Uh, it's been an interesting week. Uh, I had the um, privilege of speaking with the Columbus, Georgia City Council. I planned on going in there and talking to ten counselors in a in a, in a Room, a huge room with barely 20 people, but it, I got the surprise pretty much of my life when I walked in, and there were probably almost a thousand people wall to wall, and you'll never guess who most of the people were. They were veterans, and they were wearing their neatly pressed uh, white and blue panther from American Legion. They had VFWs, it was also full of firefighters, 
and EMTs and police and sheriff. And, and pretty much it was like a, it seemed like a get together with a radio audience. And, uh, I went up and I had this scientific thing I was planning on doing, uh, for about, I think five minutes on, on the nose. And, uh, I, it wasn't the right audience. And, and so what I did is I reviewed the same stuff in five minutes that we that we talk about on America's Web Radio, Veterans Place. And I went through and I let them know about PTSD being unseen and that it affects your many systems, your cardiovascular, your nervous, your immune system, your endocrine system, and yada, yada, and your GI system, and to include the muscles and joints in your head because it affects the muscular skeletal system as well. Why would it not affect the muscles in your head that cause tension headaches or your jaws that cause you to grind and break your teeth, cause a lack of sleep? Well, where am I going with this story? When I finished, oh, and by the way, I never looked at the city council. I thought with this many firemen and police, I'm going to make eye contact with these great Americans. And the thundering applause uh, was phenomenal. They were incomplete. Their their applause indicated that this is a problem. And, I, and in my speech, I said, you know, it's time that the public service and hospitals have that quiet little room where you can go with no name tag, no identification, and say, I need help for PTSD. Lay the therapy on me. But you don't have to give a name, and that's the only way they're going to convince uh, first responders. And the applause was not for me. Uh, the applause was for the information which I put out in front of the city council that exemplifies what's going on in our first responders and veterans, because Columbus, Georgia has a huge veteran population that's being overlooked. And so that was it was a pretty nice pretty nice thing uh to be able to do uh dave did you have a comment on that buddy i just think that uh you know the uh the japanese said it after they bombed pearl harbor we've awakened a sleeping giant well you're you're awakening a sleeping giant called the va and called veterans and um I think that the uh, veterans are going to respond. Once they have the information, they will respond. And uh, you get the organizations like uh, American Legion and and DAV and so forth and so across the nation behind you, and uh, the VA will be shaking in their boots. Well, Dave, I agree entirely, and I'm going to just summarize some Easy to remember talking points. Number one, the VA, in order to do good care, needs to do research. And you look at the areas that they do it in, cardiovascular, endocrine, immunology, blah, yada, okay? They have done no research at all, zero, in the area of PTSD and oral health. And I don't mean drill and fill cavities. They haven't even done that. And oral health, meaning craniofacial pain, 
head and neck pain, headaches, nightmares. They they want to confine. They want the veterans to believe that PTSD and oral and dental affect only your teeth that need to be filled and drilled. Now, now what's going on? Let me ask you, you something, can, Don. Yeah, I, go ahead, I, don't, Dave. I don't know if you pointed this out to your audience and crowd, but when. Uh, you take the oath to defend your country, and uh, you're signing a contract, and the contract goes both ways. And uh, the other side of the contract is that your government, after you served your time in the military on active duty for so many days, that we will take care of your body. If you're wounded, we'll take care of your wound. If, uh, you know, if need be... Uh, if you need an artificial limb or whatever the case might be, they'll take care of you. And the one thing that they, like I pointed out, or, you know, you sort of laughed at me, but that's okay, uh, that uh, the VA needs to realize that the head is attached at the shoulders and attached to the rest of your body. So why would you discriminate and say your head's not part of your body? Dave, you... That's absolutely right. And here is what the VA has done. And I and I said on TV and publicly, their VA website, and I'm quoting, at, it's in the other room, it said, oral health affects total body health. They said it. It's, I've, you know, I brought it to the meeting. I said, oral health affects total, that's from the VA now, if you want to find out what a corporation does or where it's going, you go look at their research. You have to sneak into their lab because they're not going to let you see the stuff. But anytime something new, a product, a design, a treatment comes out, they have extensive research. You show me a corporation, I want to see their research budget, and we can kind of guess where they're going. Remember this. The VA has a $2 billion research budget. They have 3,600 research scientists. Now, here are the facts. None of those 3,600 researchers is a dentist. None. Zero. The next thing is, how much have they funded oral health care and PTSD and total health? Zero. How long has this gone on? This has gone on for three decades. Actually, that's just as far back as I went, because anything past that in, in science, just old news. Now, what's really going on? Well, the VA secretary and the VA head of the dental have not responded to my emails. I brought this up. I said, how can you possibly tell veterans $3 million who can be affected by PTSD and oral health. Remember, oral health is head health, facial pain, oral facial pain. Okay, how can they help those 3 million veterans by not engaging in research? That is the fundamental question. Our VA secretary does not answer his emails from a researcher, and that's me. He doesn't answer when they go through congressmen. They are avoiding the entire issue. Now, if you look, you can look this stuff up. 
director of VA dental research. You'd think that person would be right on the pilot seat. I talked to that person. That person has done not a single research project on PTSD, oral health, and total health. Zero. You can check a scientist's publications. That individual told me none of the dentists in the VA are researchers. They are operational dentists. So what does that tell you? It tells you that your VA secretary has sold you a bill of goods that don't exist. Why? If they were serious about their, their oath, oral health is total body health. Dave, you hit the nail on the head. The head is part of your body. Your jaws are part of your body. And what do they do? They convince you that dental care is fillings and cleanings. And only 10% of veterans are eligible for that. That is not taking care of those who've borne the wounds of war. And how do you know? If a guy comes back and exactly like you said, Dave, they get shot in the leg, the foot, they'll get whatever prosthesis that's necessary. If you come back with PTSD, what are you going to get? If you don't reach a certain level, you're not going to get counseling. Don't kid yourself. If you come back and you're grinding your teeth, let me interrupt myself here. A recent article out of Israel, 400 subjects. They call them subjects, but patients. 88% of them have the problems I mentioned. 88, let's just round it up to 90%. Nine out of 10 combat veterans have problems with their joints, their immune system, general things. Now, they also have problems with their jaws, their temporomandibular joint, constant pain in their muscles. Now, what does that cause? Chronic pain makes chronic pain worse. And when you look at the number of veterans that have continual chronic pain and you add temporomandibular, that's your jaw joint, pain on top of it, pain from your teeth, and keep adding that, you go, wait a minute. This is part of my body. And like you said, Dave, even the infantry gets it. My head's part of my body. Well, they, what they have they done, they have a secretary, undersecretary, for health and dentistry, not oral health. Now, Another thing to consider that's critical is if you're doing oral health as it affects total health, like their VA uh, endorsement says on their website, you would think that you'd hire dentists as researchers to work with physicians as researchers and work on this problem because you mentioned total body health. What's, what's the problem? Well, dentists don't treat whole body health. Now, those people are called physicians. Now, why is, why is the undersecretary for health and dentistry? Because that's where their lie starts, and that's what it is. It's a bait and switch. They say, we will take care of your whole health, but this is dentistry. That idea belongs back in the last century. Are there good papers and research papers that totally totally 
substantiate the connection between oral health and total body health. Yeah, there are 36 papers. Now, those are just the abstracts. If you want to stack up the papers, yeah, you got hundreds of pages. Okay, so what is the VA doing? The VA is saying, no, we have no bananas today, but we sell bananas. No, I'm saying you never ordered the bananas, you don't grow the bananas, you don't have an area in your store to stock the bananas, you don't even have a code number to scan them. So that's what they're doing with veterans with PTSD and oral health problems. If you go to the VA handbook and you look, and that's number one, you put VHA handbook 11130.01, and you read that section, it will specifically state that if they think, and it mentions TMJ uh, and dental pain at the same time in the same paragraph, if you have TMJ and dental problems, it's up to who? The dentist to decide if that, that meaning the dental problem, is having an effect on your total body health. Now, how odd is that? That's like going up to a chiropractor for a recommendation to have a cardiothoracic surgeon if he thinks you need heart surgery. I got news for you. Chiropractors don't do cardiothoracic. And why do I? I'm not picking on them. They can't get accepted to a cardiothoracic residency. They are not even in the system. So how does a dentist tell you that by VA regulation, they don't think that your dental problem is affecting your total health problem? They have no right to do that. In fact, dentists are limited. Dentists, I love them, I am one of them. But you have a practice limitation on your license where you go and not go or how you treat. The limits, does the VA follow that? Very carefully, they bump against the boundary. But this time, PTSD, oral health and total body health have pushed that boundary into the red zone. You actually have dentists who are letting our veterans with PTSD make the statement, I don't know and I'm not convinced that your dental problem is affecting your health. Now, before you state that, I'd like to see a little research. Well, you know how the VA eliminates that problem entirely? They refuse to hire dentists for research positions. There never has been one, I guess, but there are currently. Now, how about that? 3,600 researchers and not a single dentist. Not a single dentist and physician team working on the problem of PTSD and oral health. So, if they say, sell the sizzle and not the steak, and that's what I said on a news show, you haven't ordered the steaks, you don't own a cattle farm, it's not even on your menu. That's what the VA is doing to the veterans. What do you think about that, Dave? Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. 
If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. And I just played Take Back Our Country, and what Don is, Dr. Moeller is talking about is taking back our country and the wokes and everybody else that they don't understand what a contract is. If I sign a contract to do this or do that and you honor your side of the contract, then it's my obligation to honor my side. And, you know, I don't even understand why Don has had, Dr. Moeller has had so much trouble getting through to the VA and making them understand that, yes, the, the head is attached and it is part of the body and it is your responsibility to take care of it. And uh, as Dr. Moeller continues to point out is that they have no research and, and I just find this deplorable. And I hope your crowd the other day at, at your meeting, I hope they found it as deplorable and They'll be disciples of Dr. Don and go out and talk to the world about the fact that the VA is letting their end of the contract down. And, you know, I don't know how many of the veterans were sitting there that uh, are under care for another problem from their experience in whenever they were on active duty and served whether it was a wound of you know whatever but i think that as you you will be going across the country delivering this message and uh, i think other veteran organizations will call you and ask you to come talk to their folks and that will just multiply i hope that uh, you mentioned america's web radio doing a veteran show and that People will more and more tune in to what we're doing here, trying to show that we give the veterans a place, and they do have an advocate. So, well, to you, Don. Dave, yeah, Dave, I like your comment. And see, part of this program isn't just about PTSD. It's about your total health. And, and here is the groundbreaking mistake that the VA made. Back in 1926, pick a day, uh, a date, dentistry was dentistry, and medicine was medicine, and the twain shall never meet. Where did it meet? It met in oral and maxillofacial surgery, because oral and maxillofacial surgery, your patients are in the hospital. You don't treat them in your office, but you can. Well, if you look at the old literature... And I own these books. That's my one of my hobbies. MDDDS was the standard of care for the professors of that time. Why? Because in oral surgery, they are integrating your jaws, 
your muscles in your head into total body health. What are they doing in the VA? Here's the thing, and, and, and I'll make a joke because when I was in Germany, I ordered, it was an American thing, an uh, uh, American established, eating establishment on base, and I took a German guy there. Oh, I even better, I'll tell you, what I brought some donuts for him, okay, to the German guy. And he looked at the donut and he said, where is the center of this? I said, what do you mean? He said, it doesn't have a center. See, over there, they're, they're donuts. They call them brochens or a solid piece of bread. And I showed him, well, these are our donuts. And he says, where's the center? I paid for it. And it, and it just dawned on me right now during the radio show. You've con- been convinced that VA whole health care, and I'm talking to the veterans and anybody else, is a donut with a hole in it. And you go, that's a donut. That's how they're made. Everybody knows that. Well, they fly better that way. What I'm trying to tell you, that's what they've done to your health care. Oral health is total health, and it says it on the sign outside their store. You can go on the website. So I want you to imagine going to the VA, and they show you, you you look at, they give you a donut, and you go, I want the center. Well, sir, you can buy a box of those donut centers. I'm not, I don't plan on buying a box of donut centers. I want the donut center with my donut. What are they going to do? They're going to look at you, well, sir, we don't do that. Well, that's what they've done with your care in the oral health care in the VA. They, they have convinced you that VA dental care does not extend to the area of the whole of your whole health care. That's kind of funny. Whole health care, dental care. So they simply tell you you're not eligible for dental care because our dentists, who are not qualified to make this decision, have decided that oral health only intersects where we says it does. So we're going to do fillings, but you're not allowed to have that because that's 10%. We're not going to do crowns because we don't think that PTSD causes your teeth to be mutilated. We're not going to... Implants are not included in that dental hole, but you can buy on your own with no VA money, an extra box of holes. So I'm telling the veterans and anybody else, when you say, I want whole health oral care, and I've got PTSD, and take your donut back, and I want a, a slab of donut material, well, that's what I'm saying, or include, put the, put the center in, back in my donut, and then I'll pay a, a buck for it. Is that making sense, Dave? Oh, yeah, and... Uh very much so, and they've, uh, you know, and they've done it and gotten away with it. That's <clears throat> that's yes. the bad part about it. And now somebody named Doctor Don Moeller, and I think when people ought to listen and listen up, good. You are an MD slash DDS, and you know what surgery is all about. You know what works and doesn't work, and I have anybody that meets you should have a ton of respect for what you've done and what you're doing. And <laughs> this is like poking a bear. 
and you're going <laughs> to poke it until that bear wakes up. Well, it, Dave, the, the thing that our veterans and, and, it, and our other people listening to this show have to understand, and, and let me, and we're going to get in a little bit on um, talk about moral injury and chaplains in, in, in a few minutes, but this concept. Remember, you go to a donut shop. I guess shop. There are these. What do they call the bear claws or fritters or fruler crullers? Well, imagine someone taking a cruller, your one of my favorite donuts, and punching a hole in the middle of it. I'm because there's something wrong with this. There's a hole in it. Well, no. You see the donuts over there? We just decided to save on dough and punch a hole in all of them. And you're going. Wait a minute. I don't I don't care what your policy is. Well, see, you can walk out of that store and go, I'll just go to a the donut shop that has crullers that don't have a hole in them. But the VA will tell you, don't get nasty, we'll escort you off the premise. And that's what they're doing. They're running the donut shop and they're punching holes in your crullers and going, well, the reason is we've done it with donuts. Well, the real reason is is they're selling the sizzle in its bait and switch. It's just that simple. And I wrote Dr. Arola and Mr. Mr. McDonough. He never went to, you know, that guy is real tricky and real slippery. Most people running a huge health organization have worked their way up in a health organization or insurance organization, medical insurance. He was the chief of staff for a president. Now, how that qualifies him to run a medical organ, the world's largest medical organization. Now I understand they have 400,000 people. And this guy, I would say, doesn't even have the, the courses to apply to medical, dental, or even nursing school. And he's running it. He's never done research in his life, and he's running one of the largest, if not the largest research organization in the world. And his little minions have convinced him that they don't need to include full dental care as part of your PTSD problem. That's a lie. And they have no research to back that up. They have no research to back up any relationship between dentistry, oral health, and total health. How can they? You don't have any dentists doing research, and you hammer on that. They are selling you a steak with a hole in it. Think about it. Hey, here's your steak. Here's your filet mignon, and there's a piece of meat in the gone. Oh, well, we're next door to a donut shop. That's just how we do it on this block, and that's what the VA is doing. The dentists have decided they are going to exclude people with PTSD. So when the VA mandate from Congress is you are to treat those who have borne the battle, they go except, except for dentistry and oral health as we define it. You see... They have slipped the bounds of reality, and they are now letting the dentists, the dentists define what oral health care is. And by convenience, they do this, so they hire staff. Oh, they don't hire staff. And the only three dentists that have research after their name have never done research in PTSD, oral health, and total health, or PTSD and craniofacial health. So that high rate aside did you get enough of it I'll, I'll, we'll move on then let's uh before we move on let's uh take a break 
We will take a break right now. We'll be back. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. You know, we do tell the truth here at America's Web Radio. Just as uh, Dr. Moeller is telling the truth about the VA, we had uh, we had uh, Dr. Barber in this morning on the doctors hour, on the doctors lounge, and uh, you know our shows. We were he was canceled because of some things he said during the COVID crisis. And come to find out everything, every word that he said was true. And he talked about, you know, masks are worthless. Oh, well, that got us canceled. And he also talked about uh, that there is preventative medicine. And that got him canceled. And it was like, but every word that he had said was true. And every word that... Dr. Moeller is presenting, as far as the VA goes, is true. And I'm sure you have, well, like you said, there are millions of veterans that, I guess, what do they do? Just take their head in and drop it off at the VA? And <laughs> Dave, I love America's Web Radio. I really do, because you can be bluntly, very blunt, and, and, and so obvious, yeah, that you see, that's exactly how incredibly stupid the VA with this. Yeah, I'm, can I leave my head off here so you can fill some teeth and I'll go shopping? Yeah, they'll, you know, you, they'll they'll do put you in the psych unit, complimentary one month visit. Okay, and that's how stupid the VA's argument is. Just listen to the logic. Just because. You have teeth, and they're in a jaw that's connected to the muscles to your head, okay, and to a joint. Does not give dentists the right to move into total body health. You see, a lot of oral that many oral surgeons have gone to medical school and dental school. You don't have to. There are plenty. There are more than plenty excellent oral surgeons who we call them single degree guys. That's not where I'm going with this argument. I'm going with, unless you've been to medical school, what right do those dentists have to determine what constitutes medical care? Do you see what I mean? And so you are exactly right. Dentists at the VA and the VA secretary want you to be convinced that you, they actually, I think, they would prefer if all veterans were dentures. 
So they go, hey, can you uh, sharpen my... They don't sharpen teeth, it's the joke. Can you sharpen my denture teeth? I'm just going to drop them off at the front desk and come back in a week and pick them up. That's that's what the, the VA view of dentistry is. Oh, I need my partial adjusted. Or can you change the color on the acrylic here? I'm telling you, that is for the benefit of the VA and they refuse to fund it. And I'll tell you why I know this. They're American Legion and VFW and these other liaison people in Washington are trying to get dental care for veterans. Hundreds of them. I mean, of people trying to get them. Well, I'll tell you my tactic, I'm calling, calling you people out. It's just as if a dentist decided to do open heart surgery in his dental office. Your, your, your scope of practice is not covered for that. And that's what they're doing. They're trying to convince and have convinced the dentists, I mean, the, the veterans, that your VA PTSD-associated dental care is up to them to decide if they're going to treat it. And read the manual. It's online. The, the, veteran, the VHA handbook, 111. Three zero point zero one. It's it's the role of the VA dentists, and you can read that. And there is a paragraph. I think it's number six. I'm just doing the show at home, uh, not my office. You can read it. The dentist has the authority to determine that. Now that's nonsense. Now I'll tell you something else that you can. And we're going to move into moral injury here, Dave. You didn't mention I went to seminary, and I did. So uh, I'm not blowing smoke at our at our audience, and now I'm back to talking to our first responders and veterans. Moral injury, there's plenty of evidence to support it. Now, being in science and being also with a graduate degree in science, to do good care, you have to do good science. Well, spiritual care, moral injury care, has now, thanks to Dr. Harold Koenig, entered the realm of testable science. Now, who doesn't like this? Well, Dr. Koenig has done surveys and mentioned he's a very careful researcher. There are psychologists that go, I'm not into spiritual health. I'm not into moral injury. I'm just not into it because we're psychologists. Well, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, Dr. Koenig studies have been so accurate that he can tell you through magnetic resonance imaging, functional imaging, spec scan, blah, 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 the big words. There are different areas. There are different areas that PTSD affects, and there are different areas in your brain that moral injury affects. Or, or that's bad English, but anyway, keep rolling. So my point is, it is, no, it is science to discuss moral injury. Do not think for one moment because your psychologist goes, well, I'm just not into that. That's just unfortunate. They were, I'm sure there were some physicians years back, I mean, decades back, so I'm just not really into antibiotics right now. Well, that's, that's about as uh, good an example as I can give. So what we're going to talk about, moral injury is a very real thing, and it comes with a set of symptoms. And we're going to slowly work through this, and this is now, again, it is not treatment, but it's, it's, it, I'm mentioning this to help help you. Now, moral injury can have serious clinical and physiological 
uh, consequences. One of these is a, a much increased risk of suicide. And so it can also... Now, PTSD and moral injury are two different entities. I want you to understand that. But moral injuries can cause a significant worsening of PTSD and 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 uh, thwart a quicker cure or block a quicker cure of your PTSD if they refuse to acknowledge the moral injury component. And such things as, and, and these negative consequences, and they, moral injury can affect things like depression, anxiety, emotional distress, and these are important here. Hopelessness, pessimism, substance misuse and abuse, and physical health problems. What are the physical health problems? One of them is chronic pain and poor social and family relationships. Now, I talked to the firemen at the city council and the, the first responders. And I said, you know, guys, you got your buddies, but you have to admit your social relationships, your network of helping family, friends, and acquaintances isn't what it should be. And they realize that's true. But what we're trying to tell the listeners, you have to look for these things. The good old days when you when you met your wife or the wife met the husband, they're not so good because you kind of gravitate towards your other firemen friends or police friends. And why is this? Because they understand what you're going through. It's almost like an unwritten support group, with a support group with no roster. So I want you to know that moral injuries can make treatment of PTSD much more difficult. Now, one of the things is that depression is is very common on active duty, inactive duty soldiers. Uh, major depressive disorder comes right along with PTSD in up to 40% of the patients. So you go, man, I'm not, I'm not myself. I'm feeling depressed all the time. But I just have PTSD and do Rambo stuff. No, depression goes hand-in-hand with PTSD. Depression may also be made worse with a moral injury. Now, what is the incidence of depression? Well, in currently deployed service members, between 12 and 13% of these people can have depression. How about anxiety and emotional distress disorders? Well, across all branches of the U.S. Armed Forces, this study... 16.4% reported serious psychological distress in the last 12 months. That's a year. In fact, 10%, 9.6, reported serious psychological distress in the past 30 days. So what I'm talking about is not uncommon. Like, if you've got a squad with 10 guys in it, one of those guys may have depression, and other problems associated with PTSD, okay? Well, we're going to talk now about some of the ways that the military treats PTSD. Mostly it's with psychotherapy and medication. In previous shows, we mentioned that the success rate of that can be, the success rate can be 25 to 30%. Well, that's better than nothing, obviously, but you got to admit, if you go in and have a, a surge of routine appendectomy and their success rates, 
25 to 33 percent is going to be, <laughs> that's not a good rate. You say, well, you know, this is psychology. Yeah, but we're not moving the goalposts just because uh, you're a psychologist. And, and, so, and that's the same thing that we've been talking about today. The Veterans Administration has moved the goalposts and redefined oral health. There are no goalposts goal in the VA when it comes to oral health and medical health because, it, because they have not even done research in it. Then we're going to talk about physical health problems and moral injury. Uh, if, if you don't feel like uh, you're worth anything, you start to overeat comfort food. And what's good? Sugar. I like sugar and chocolate. You start drifting into the comfort food. Why? Because people who feel hopeless and unappreciated tend to be overweight. In fact, there's a survey that showed between 57 and 67% of service members were classified as overweight or obese. Now, BMI, Basic Metabolic Index, is pretty strict, and I will have to give them a little bit of leeway on that. Why? Because uh, you can call someone overweight and borderline for a couple pounds. But in general, the point is, and especially for our first responders, substance abuse, and I'll call it food abuse, can sneak into your, into your lifestyle. That is also a result of moral injury, or certainly can be. Another thing that's interesting is that a particular research uh, indicated that in service members, 20 to 35% of them reported experiencing serious physical pain in the past 30 days. And in a study of veterans and active duty military, that physical pain levels were correlated, significantly correlated with moral injury. So we're not talking about a guy that just lost his Bible and is depressed. Moral injury problems, and we talked about those in previous sessions and characterized them, they can cause significant pain and, uh, and chronic pain. And I'm going to give you some examples. They've had patients who had what's called a presumptive moral injury episode. Something may have caused pain, uh, I mean, moral injury. They are associated with joint pain, muscle pain, pain intensity, and among women, feelings of betrayal were associated with significantly greater joint pain. Well, here you go again, Dave. The head and jaw is part of a, a system that has a joint in it, and TMJ pain is highly correlated with oral health and, and oral systems. So you can start to see how moral injury can also work its way into oral health. Now, moral injury can also lead to increased uh, substance abuse. Now, in the military, alcohol is kind of like the go-to, the go-to fun, fun drug. But because of the piss tests, or urine tests, uh, spot checks, that has kept drug use down. But the increase, and we discussed this, in substance abuse. So what are we going to do? We're going to kind of sum up for a second that moral injury has been documented as helping expedite combination PTSD and, moral, and, and patients with moral injury as well. There can be crossovers in the symptoms 
between moral injury and PTSD. And if you try and apply current standard psychotherapy and medication for moral injuries, it's not going to work. So that's just a fact, plain and simple. Dave, was that kind of plain enough? Even I understood it. Well, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to move on and just briefly touch on uh, a little bit more depth of what moral injuries involve. Now, we already talked about guilt and shame and the difference between them and betrayal. So we're going to look at, I'm going to call the absence of positive factors. Now, in, in, in a syndrome, if you get shot, you go, well, let's see, that's associated with pain and swelling and bleeding. Those are the signs, okay? Well, if you're healthy, people, your doctor's not going to ask you, do you go around shooting yourself on a regular basis? They're like, no, I do not. Well, see, there is no positive reverse sign for not being shot. So I'm going to demonstrate this. Emotional well-being is, is what we want to aim for as veterans. And that's kind of what we call holistic way of looking at it. You are healthier when you have, when you have emotional well-being. This extends to the network, your family, your friends, your, your people at work, your teammates, your, you know, guys on the squad in the military or the police. That's part of emotional well-being, and it's, it's associated with, and we'll talk later, in the show about resilience, about pulling you out of the people who are more susceptible to getting PTSD and moral injury. Good support groups, healthy relationships help counter your susceptibility to uh, moral injury as well. Another thing we need to talk about is meaning and purpose. You know, qu questions, why am I here? What is the purpose of my life? Where did I come from? Where am I going after I die? Well, I will tell you, atheists, their answers are, don't worry about it, because there is no spiritual world. Well, then you go, how come I got all this emotional pain? How come I got all this, these problems? How come I'm depressed? How come I don't have a meaning in my life? Well, that's God's way of telling you he does exist, and that's just the way it's going to be. If you want to live a life as an atheist and deny uh, any idea that there's such a thing as a moral injury, you're, you're going to lose. That's just the way it is. You know, you want to play, uh, play uh, football with a baseball mitt on your hand, go right ahead. You, you, you're not going to make any goals. And that's the same thing with moral injury. The psychologists who don't believe in it, my recommendation is to walk out of their office. Because there's enough evidence. Now, there is, again, there is uh, Duke University Center for, for Spiritual and, and whatever studies. You can put Dr. Koenig, K-O-E-N-I-G name. He's got a great newsletter, and I can't even go into all the stuff that just came out in the latest edition for the March. But if you want to know what spiritual health is, and you can also, and I have no, uh, he, he doesn't, basically know me, couldn't, couldn't identify, Dr. Coney could not identify me in a lineup, okay? His book, Moral Injury, a handbook for military chaplains, he, I think he sells it at price. Amazon will put it in your, on your front doorstep for 15 bucks. I think I got mine. You can, you can purchase this. It's very doable, and you can, 
it's good. This will inform you of what what you're experiencing. Like, why am I here? Well, why did I get assigned to fight a war in, in, a, in a country I, I've never been? What was my purpose? You know, what am I doing here? You have to understand these are questions that moral injury, uh, therapy, and counseling uh, will help you uh, with. Now, another area is optimism and hope. Uh, so we, we have meaning and purpose and optimism and hope and emotional well-being. Do you understand? If you have bad emotional well-being, you have no meaning and purpose, and you don't have optimism and hope, well, what are the negative factors? Well, optimism and hope is that you're a burden to people, that you're not needed, you're not part of a team, and you have nothing to contribute. Well, what are things that increase the probability of for depression and suicide? Lack of what I'm talking about. So, they all interrelate, but they are two separate problems. You cannot have had you can you can have a situation where you don't have PTSD, but you do have moral injury, and if they misdiagnose it, they're not you're, you're just not going to get you're not going to feel better. We'll put it put it that way. So, Dave, we're about ready to wrap it up in a few minutes, and I'm sure you had some comments. Well, as always, you know I. I learn something, even though you and I talk uh, off the air, I always learn something uh, when you're on the air. And uh, I hope that, uh, I guess my biggest saying would be for the folks that you talk to that uh, are going to tune in to your uh, podcast, I uh, want to remind everybody that uh, we archive all of the shows and uh uh, Veterans Place is archived back to the very first show and you can go back and listen to any of them and there's no charge anything like that and if you have a comment you can write me at, or email me David or GM at America's Web Radio and we'll pass it on to uh, Dr. Don or you can go direct to Dr. Don if you have a question about PTSD. I also want to throw out one other thing that I always sometimes I skip over and don't mean to but Dr. Moeller has if you're suffering from PTSD and can't sleep he has a mouthpiece that is 98% effective in letting you sleep at night and we know how important sleep is to all of us. And uh, you can contact Dr. Moeller, or you can even do it through potentially your own dentist. And, you know, we're, we're all for the veterans. That's the important bottom line. And if you have a problem, uh, if, you know, we have contact with service officers, and if you don't know what a service officer is, or your spouse doesn't, or your family doesn't know what a service officer is, all they have to do is go to the local DAV, or, uh, you know, VA. any, any, VA, or any of them, and, uh, they will put you in touch with a service officer, and, they will help you through any crisis or any problem that you have. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a member of your family that's uh, recently died and, uh, you want to know what your burial rights are. And they serve, they're a veteran or whatever. But 
You know, I guess right now, more than I've ever seen in my life, more people are reaching out now to veterans and appreciating veterans, except our our own government. Uh, well, Dave, uh, you brought up an important topic, and I'm going to take 16 seconds. Your dentist can make you a mouthpiece for a couple hundred bucks that will protect your teeth from breaking and cramp grinding. If you if you Google my name, it'll give you the article. It's a free article from the International Dental Journal. We'll tell your dentist how to make it. But more importantly, your den- your your VA will spend four thousand bucks, two thousand, a thousand for an MRI, and it comes back. Well, hey, we didn't see anything. Well, why don't they make you a freaking mouth guard? And if it helps, you continue to wear it, and that will cost them probably fifty bucks. That I had to interrupt, Dave. I'm sorry. Use these things as a diagnostic test. You go into the VA and say, I want a mouth guard. I'm grinding my teeth. Well, we don't know if it works. I want to do it as a diagnostic test. Okay there, Dave. I've said it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I bet over time you'll say it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we're just trying to bring attention to a lot of things. And, uh, want to thank everybody for listening and please pass our name on to your friends that uh, are in need of help and uh, we will see you next week on a veterans place thanks don the views opinions and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on america's web radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.